If you're a business owner and you're wanting to grow your business, please make sure you head to Facebook and search for my No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. It's totally free and I share tips, tools, templates, and live trainings on all things sales, marketing, leadership, management, systemization, and more, as well as how to help you to perform at your best by optimizing your mindset as the business owner. So if you're a business owner, head across to Facebook via the link in the description of this podcast and join my free No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. I know that most people don't even realize this, but sales is one of the most fundamental keys to life, even if you're not a business owner and even if you're not a salesperson. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to talk about one of the least known facts about life and about sales. And that is that sales is a fundamental process to life and getting what you want and to being able to achieve the things that you want to achieve in life. But most people don't like sales, they don't like salespeople, and they avoid even talking or thinking about sales. But that's the reason why most people struggle to get the results that they want. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Let's talk about sales. Now, I know for some of you, you're thinking, oh no, not sales. I'm not a salesperson. I don't like sales. I don't want to listen about sales. But let me explain why sales is one of the most fundamental principles to achieving what you want in life. Now, what is a sale? A sale essentially is deriving a commitment to make change or to take an action. That's it. That's all a sale is. Now, I never used to realize this. I would go into selling and I would go, you know, I want to sell this product and this service and there's a customer that wants it. I would arrogantly and ignorantly go in there and think, you know, I'm just going to sell to them. So I sell, this person comes along, then they make a whole bunch of excuses and a whole bunch of shit. And then they say things like, you know, oh, man, it's, it sounds good, but I just need some time to think about it. And I go, oh, okay. And then I just wouldn't, that would be it. And then I would call them back again. I'd go, okay, well, you know, now you've had some time to think about it. And they're like, oh, you know, I just, I, I'm not sure if it's right for me. And I'm going, well, hang on. Last time we discussed all these issues, this is the solution. But what's going on? How come you like stalling? What's happening? Now, most people stall and most people make excuses to not get what they want. Why? Because they don't sell to themselves. They're not used to selling to other people. One of the greatest days in my life was to realize that I'm a great salesperson. And I'm a great salesperson because I'm always selling myself on shit. I do it every day. Now, I can sell myself on being a loser in life or I can sell myself on being a winner in life. I'm selling to myself every day. Earlier, I was like, you know what? I'm going to wake up this morning. It's a public holiday. I'm just going to eat some shitty food for breakfast. It doesn't really matter. And my brain kicked in. It's like, well, hang on, dude. You want to have better health and better fitness and you want to be able to train later on. Let's eat healthy. Now, I had to sell myself on eating healthy. I'm always selling, always. So you're selling yourself what you want, which then it brings up the question, what is a sale? And a sale is essentially helping someone to get what they want in life. That is what a sale is. And in order to get a sale done, there has to be a commitment that takes place. And without a commitment, there is no sale. So I can't say I want to be healthy if I'm not sold on the idea of being healthy. If I sell myself on being a loser, then I'm not going to sell myself on being a winner at the same time. I can't. They're contradictory to each other. 
So which one am I selling to myself? Which one am I committed to? So when you realize that everyone is selling something consistently, they're selling their ideas. People sell their bullshit every day of the week. I hear it. People sell their stories. But you don't understand, Michael. You don't understand where I've come from. You don't understand I don't have a lot of money. Well, fucking keep selling yourself on that shit. That's why you don't have it. Because you're more sold on the idea that you don't want to have money than you're sold on the idea of having money. You're sold better on the idea of being lazy and being complacent and not eating healthy than you are eating healthy and getting up and going to the gym and exercising when you don't want to exercise. You're selling to yourself all the time. Then you say to your kids, hey, you got to clean up your room. They're like, I don't want to clean up my room. And then now you're pissed off because the kids haven't cleaned up their room, but you haven't sold it to them. So unless people know how to sell, it's very, very hard to get ideas, to get thoughts to move forward. It's very hard to get commitments. It's very, very hard to create boundaries. When you realize, when every person who is listening to this podcast episode realizes that you're a salesperson, and as a salesperson, you are selling yourself every second of every day on the choices you make, on the decisions you make, on the commitments that you make, on the goals that you're creating, or you're just doing it by default, you're selling by default. Now, if you're someone who's just floating through life and someone walks up to you and they say, hey, do you want to make a million bucks? And you're like, okay, because you don't know any better and you get taken advantage of, it's because you got sold on that idea. If you were able to sell yourself on a better idea of like, let's work hard, let's produce something long-term, let's get out there and create value in the economy and you learn more about this stuff, then you'd probably make more money and you wouldn't be taken advantage of. So my point is, is that if you're floating through life, you're being sold by default and you're being sold stuff that you don't want to buy, which is maybe poor health, which maybe is being poor or being broke or struggling financially. It's maybe the idea that you're not a manager. I speak to business people all the time. They're like, well, you know what? I'm just not good at management. Well, motherfucker, you better sell yourself on being better at management. That's why your business is shit. Let's, let's turn this around. Sell yourself on the idea of being better at management. So it is so important to make sure you're selling yourself on the right things every day. Now, when you realize that you're a salesperson, then the question becomes, how do I develop sales skills? And sales, there's a few key things there. there. In order to be a good salesperson, you normally need to be a good communicator. Okay, communication is the key. Now, if you're a poor communicator with yourself and you wake up in the morning and you're sitting there going, oh, today is going to be shit. And then you get out of bed and you're like, oh, I hate this. And then you start doing things and you make mistakes and you go, oh, I'm a fucking loser. I never get what I want. Well, this is how you're communicating to yourself. You're selling yourself on this idea of you being a loser and not getting what you want. That's the sale that's taking place in your own head because that's the communication. Sales is communication. So we've got to get better at communicating with ourselves. We have to get better at communicating with others in order to be good at sales. So now that we're better at communicating with ourselves and we catch ourselves talking bullshit, I can't have that. Well, why can't I have it? I can have it if I want it. I've just got to commit to it. So now you're starting to make better commitments. That's the other part of sales is you've got to commit to things. Okay, good salespeople get a commitment. Shitty salespeople don't get commitments. Now, it may be because that's not what the person wants. I'm not saying that every person that you talk to, you should be selling stuff to, especially if they're the wrong person. But if you want your kids to clean their bedroom, you have to sell them on the idea of cleaning their bedroom. Now, if you don't get a commitment and they say, oh yeah, I'll clean it later, and you don't get a proper commitment, they're probably not gonna do it. So you then need to learn how to communicate more effectively to get a better commitment. How do you do that? You've got to coach them through their own thoughts. Most people don't know how they think. They just do things. I want to have a successful business. Okay, well, what's stopping it? Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on that is stopping me from having a successful business. Okay, well, I have a product or service that can help you to have a successful business. Then you've got to coach them through their own thoughts. Well, what's stopping you? What's getting in the way? 
What's been preventing you from having this in the past? They might say something like money. Okay, well, what's stopping the money? And if you're a good salesperson, you ask a lot of questions. You ask a lot of questions because then it allows the prospect to reflect upon their own thinking. They have to reflect upon their own commitments. They have to reflect upon their own communication with themselves. And then you've got to figure out whether they're ready to commit to something or whether they're not. Sometimes people are more committed to staying stuck where they are than they are moving forward. I have it every day where someone's like, yeah, man, you know, I I just don't know. Normally when they're saying that there's a lack of information, there's a lack of clarity. But how much time do you spend coaching someone through that? You know, if I've only got 15 minutes to 30 minutes on the phone and I'm trying to figure out whether a prospect is really ready or not, it becomes very, very hard when someone is so unaware. Sometimes you're better off just keeping them in the pipeline, sending them information. Hopefully they're listening to this podcast. And over time, they'll figure out their own shit to realize that they need to make better commitments and they need to change in order to move their business forward or in order to move their life forward. But my point is that sales, when we look at sales, the greater you are at sales, the greater you get the results you want in life. And the faster you can admit to yourself that you're a salesperson, the more you're going to win in life. Then you've got to ask yourself the question, how do I become better at sales? You need to become better at communication and you need to make better commitments. Now, if you make better commitments, then you will normally progress faster. If you help other people make better commitments, they will progress faster. So we want to make sure that first of all, you're helping other people to make commitments and you're helping through good communication for people to see where their own roadblocks are. That's if you're selling. So as a child, let's say you've got a kid and I'll go back to this. Let's say you've got a kid and you want them to clean, the, you want them to clean their, their bedroom. The first thing that you wanna do is you need to know what you want and you want them to clean their bedroom. Okay, good. Now the question is, does a child wanna clean their bedroom? And the answer is probably no, if they're not cleaning their bedroom. Okay, so now how do you communicate to that child to show the child that they're gonna get what they want if they clean their bedroom? Now, you can do what most people do and just say, oh, if you don't clean your room, I'm going to punish you. But that's only going to work for a short period of time. What about if the child realizes that by having a clean bedroom, that they're going to be able to function more effectively, that they're going to be more effective in finding their clothes in the morning. They're going to be able to sleep in more versus waking up in the morning and spending 15 minutes looking for clothes because there's shit all over their bedroom. So if you say to them, hey, look, if you clean your bedroom, I know it's going to take you 45 minutes now to clean your bedroom. But should you do that, you're probably going to get an extra 15 minutes of sleep time every morning because you're going to be able to find your clothes. Does that sound good? The child goes, oh, I never thought of that. Okay, now you also want to play computer games. But at the same time, I don't like you playing computer games because I'm frustrated that you're not pulling your own weight in this house. And if I'm frustrated that you're not pulling your own weight, I'm going to stop you doing what you want because I don't get what I want. How about we work together and if you clean your room, I will allow you to play more computer games because I'm going to be less frustrated that you're not cleaning your room. How about that? The child goes, oh, okay. I understand that a little bit. So now you're negotiating with that child so that the child gets what they want and you get what you want. That is good sales. That is good negotiation. That is good communication. And then from there, you get a commitment. Okay, when would you like to clean your room by? And if they say by the end of today, you go, excellent, what time? And they say seven o'clock and you go, seven o'clock, I will come in and should you do this? then we can play computer games and you can get extra time sleeping in. If not, what should be the consequence? And you put it back on the prospect and you let them to figure out their own consequences of not moving forward. If you do that really, really well, you get what you want, they get what they want and everybody wins. That's good sales. But it really comes down to communication, to negotiation, showing boundaries, all of those types of things. If you do that really, really well, you can have the life you want and you can be supporting other people to have the life that they want. 
Hey Driven Mofos, if you ever wanna have the video version of this podcast, which usually has more effects, visuals, graphs, and helps you to retain more of the information that I share, then check out my YouTube channel. I also share bonus in-depth training behind the scenes from some of our live events, plus interviews from some of the country's most successful people. So if you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, then check it out via the link in the description of the podcast. Remember to subscribe to get the latest stuff. The more you learn about communication, the more you learn about coaching, the better you are at sales, providing you don't overcoach people. This is a bad habit that I had that I'm still trying to get rid of, is that my goal is to help people to perform better. So I can get on a sales call and instead of getting someone to make a commitment, I can help them out and try and give them more value. The problem with that though is that sometimes people ignorantly think that they've solved their own problem by getting a little bit of value. And a lot of the time that's not the case. I'll give you an example where this has happened recently. We've got a 12-month business mastermind called Business Growth Odyssey. Now, in that program, we help business owners for 12 months. They come together for three days, every 90 days, which normally most business owners can go hard for about 90 days, and then they start falling off the cliff a little bit mentally, emotionally, and with their drive. So we, we've structured it every 90 days to make sure that they get re-inspired so that they stay going hard for the longest period of time possible to produce the biggest results in their business. Now, they're also around other business owners that are pushing hard to achieve, which then makes them feel a little bit insecure that they need to rock up and have achieved. So it makes them push harder. And then there's also a supportive community of people who are pushing hard, who help each other out and do deals together and, and all of that. It's awesome. I bring in professional speakers where they get to learn and so on. Now, what can happen is that sometimes I'll get on the phone and if a business owner is struggling, I will then help them out. But when I help them out, I might be on the phone for 15 minutes to 30 minutes with them. I help them out and they go, oh, cool, I've solved this problem now. But have they solved the problem to the same level of getting a year's worth of coaching, a year's worth of knowledge, the community of people, all of that? No. So by giving a little bit of advice and by giving a little bit of information, that person goes, wow, Michael's a good person. But they haven't really got the thing that they really need. And what they really need is they need to have that consistency within that business, creating the habits, creating powerful behaviors, getting the results with their team and learning it as much as they can in order to grow multiple areas of their business all at the same time. And when I say that, you should be focusing on one thing at one time to grow. But if you've got a sales team, a marketing team, they're all driving different projects. So you need to learn a lot because you can't manage what you don't know how to do. And a lot of business owners ignorantly have a sales team, but they've never done sales. They've got a marketing team and they've never done marketing. When you do that, you can't manage them because you don't know whether what they're doing is correct or incorrect. So it's hard to manage. If you make a lot of money really, really quickly, you can because you'll hire a manager that then can do that for you and then they'll have to report to you what's going on. But that's quite hard to do a lot of the time. Anyway, so sometimes if you give too much information, you can actually, you can make someone ignorant to the fact that they haven't got what they really need, but they've just got a little bit of something. It's like when someone's emotional and they have a glass of wine and they're like, oh, I feel good now. You don't really feel good. It's just a false sense of feeling good. You haven't really solved the problems that stress you out. But having a glass of wine makes you feel less stressed in the moment. But the actual core problem is still there and it never gets resolved. That can happen quite a lot with business owners if you give them too much or even people in general. So you've got to be careful not to coach people through too much or give them too much information without making a commitment because it actually shows that they're not committed, number one. And number two is that they might actually think that they're going to progress and move forward when they're not. All they're going to do is they're just going to feel a little bit better for a short period of time and they're going to end up back in the same position. When they end up back in the same position, the question is, are they going to come to you or are they going to come to somebody else? And if they go to somebody else, you just lost the sale. Okay, and you're the one who helps them out. 
I used to get really pissed at this because I would help a lot of people in our community or on our social media pages and give them as much information as I could. And I thought if I can help people out, they'll come to my events. Then I would find them going to other people's events and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm the one who personally has helped them. And they go to someone else's events who never has any personal interaction with their community. Never. Okay, but the reason why is because they got sold. I didn't sell them. Okay, I'm a stook that people, if you're nice to people, they will buy shit off you. And that's not true. People buy shit because they're sold on something. Okay, massive mistake. That's a mistake I made in sales. But it really comes back down to how well you sell yourself. If you realize you're a salesperson and you're always selling, then you get better at selling. When people come to me and they go, Michael, I want a pay rise. And, and they're like, but my boss won't give it to me. Well, I know because you're shit at sales. You've got to sell it to them. Why would someone want to pay you more money if you're doing the same amount of work in their own mind? Now, they might, the employee might go, yeah, but I, I do so much. Do you really? Does the owner know that you do so much? Is that the priority of the organization or is that your priority? You've got to know these things. Like if someone comes to me and my team and they say, hey, look, I'm doing all this work. And I go, I didn't know you're doing all that stuff. And they go, well, yeah, I just thought I would do it. But hang on, you're in marketing and you're doing all this other crap? What? We're struggling in marketing. Why aren't you doing that? Now that would piss me off. Whereas if someone comes to me and they say, hey, do you know I've generated, our goal was to generate 500 leads per month and I'm generating 1,000. Also, I've opened up these four new opportunities. We've got more cash flow coming in the sales team are doing better because the leads are more qualified. I'm just wondering, could I get a pay rise? And I would turn around and say, what's, what's reasonable? And they might say, look, what about an extra 3%? And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll add on an extra 3% because you bought in an extra 50% of revenue. And I think that that's reasonable. Now, some people might sit there and go, well, that's not reasonable because that's like 47% upside for you. But they obviously don't understand that you've also got to pay tax on an increase in income if the business increases its income, it's got to pay more tax. Also, do we need to hire more staff in order to implement that stuff that's being sold? There is a whole bunch of other factors. Someone who, who is good at business will know that. If an employee is good at business and they understand that 3% might be a lot, a lot for the business, then that's fair and reasonable. It all depends. It, it really depends. So these are the things that you've got to think about. But if you're an employee and you're trying to get a pay rise, you have to get better at selling. Now, here's a little key. Normally, how well you sell is also how well you buy. When I go shopping with people and they're like, oh, I don't really know what I want. And they fuck around. And they spend like three hours looking for a pair of pants. And I'm like, shit, didn't you know what you wanted? Oh, I'm not too sure. That's normally how they sell. And that's normally how they buy. And the reason why they're chaotic when they sell and they can't sell ideas to others, they can't sell themselves on their own goals and their own dreams is because they're sloppy. They're just naturally sloppy as a person. When you walk into a shop and you're like, I want that thing. That's the thing that I want. Well, we don't have that in stock. That's okay, I'll go somewhere else. You know what you want. Therefore, when you sell, you sell firm because you know that when something's right for somebody, you'll sell it to them. And you're confident. That confidence comes across. So if you're shit at buying, you're normally shit at selling. When you're shit at selling, you're normally shit at buying. When you reactively and emotionally sell, you emotionally and reactively buy. So these are things that you've got to be aware of. This week, ask yourself the question, how do I buy? Do I buy impulsively? Do I sell impulsively? Do I react consistently and buy shit reactively? Do I sell stuff reactively? Do I not sell myself consistently on my own goals? Do I fluff around and fuck around and say, you know, I want to lose weight, but then at the same time, I don't exercise, I don't go to the gym, I don't change any lifestyle habits, I just keep dreaming about this shit. Well, that's the same way you're going to sell as well. You're going to be all sloppy around the place and you're going to go, well, 
I asked my boss once like three years ago for a pay rise. He said, no, and I'm still here. And now I just complain about everything. Well, you're sloppy. That's the reason why you like go back and now negotiate with him. Did you ask the question? Did you say, I would like to increase my wage? What would I have to do in this organization in order to get a pay rise? Now, let's just say it's 5% or let's just say it's another $5,000. If I want to get another $5,000 boss or manager, whoever I'm talking to, what would I have to do in this organization to be able to get that? What would be my deliverables? What would you expect from me? And how can I start to do that? Now, if you ask that, I'm assuming most managers, providing they are a good manager or providing they're a good leader, will be able to give you that answer. If they can't answer that, then they're probably not a good manager or a good leader. And maybe it's time for you to go find somewhere else where you're more valued and more appreciated. I'm not sure. But I really want you to think about the way you sell and whether you're really committed to things. Because if you're not committed, you're not going to sell what you really want and you'll be sloppy. Parents that are sloppy on sales or sloppy on you know, their own goals are going to be sloppy with their kids. You know, If you can't stick to shit that you set for yourself, then you're going to let your kids get away with stuff. Or you're just going to be naturally reactive and go mental at them. But you're probably going to be an all or nothing person, which then means you go to the gym for two weeks until a barrier pops up. Then you're going to just quit. Why? Because you're an all or nothing person. You wait for next week or you wait till next month and you'll have some reason to wait until it's the perfect time so that then you can go again. They're reactive people who are always waiting for something. And rarely, rarely does an all or nothing person achieve anything. Okay. You're either, for most people, you're either all in or you're all out. And if you're all or nothing, it's normally nothing most of the time. So make sure that you're consistent and that you're focused. You need to know what you want and just go for it. If you're all or nothing, commit to the all and go, right, I'm going to lose weight. These are the goals that I'm setting and give it your all. Don't go back to nothing because when you go back to nothing, you wait for the perfect time and then you start again. That's bullshit. So sales is one of the most fundamental principles in life. And if you can sell better, by communicating more effectively and creating better commitments for yourself, I guarantee you'll be able to sell shit to other people better. You'll be able to sell a lot more effectively and you'll get more of what you want in life. Now, if you're in an intimate relationship, you're selling yourself to your partner all the time. Because if not, the day you stop selling yourself is the day that they're looking elsewhere. And you might not want to admit that to yourself. That's cool. Most people who get divorced don't get married in order to get a divorce. But being ignorant does not you know, change the fact that people who get divorced get divorced for certain reasons and they get divorced most of the time because they stop communicating effectively, they stop growing, they think that they're safe, so they just take their foot off the gas. Instead of waking up in the morning, going to the gym and you're like, I'm going to create the best body so even if you left, someone else is going to take this because this here I've created a masterpiece. Most people, they get lazy in their relationship and they forget that they need to work on their mindset, they forget that they need to work on their communication because now they've got three kids, they've been just sitting around doing fuck almost their life, just chilling out and they expect that their partner is going to stay attracted to that. And the truth is that they're not. There's there's going to be a lot of people who aren't going to be attracted to that anymore. People are attracted to, to someone that is committed to something within their own life. Now, it might be being committed to being a great mum or being a great dad or being committed to business or being committed to a career or being committed to supporting the family. They, no one wants to be around someone who's lazy and complacent. There's no growth there. Okay, it's crazy. So you got to make sure you're selling yourself to your partner every day. Okay, if not, their eyes are going to wander. They're going to go elsewhere. A lot of people don't want to hear that, but I don't really care. I'm, I'm trying to help people win in life, not give people advice that sounds good in fairy tales and in Disney movies, but not in their own life. So my point is, get better at selling, which means get better at communication and make better commitments and stick to those commitments. Know what you want and go after it. Stay hungry. 
And I guarantee you'll be able to sell better in your own life and get more of the results that you want. Hope you've enjoyed this episode, Driven Mofos. If you're loving it, remember to share it. And I look forward to you joining me back here once again on another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Keep crushing it.